ready, ready, set, set, show, show, show. Welcome back to the Ready, Set, Show podcast, home of podcast greatness. So what's up, bitches? It's your boy, DT. What's up, hoes? It's Letty. And it's good to be back, Letty. Oh, November. Great. Calling this one, and this is a real deal, Holyville. No Nut November. No Nut November. Those of you <laughs> out there who don't want to polish one off and want to accept the... Who made this? A little bow? I feel like this is a bow wow challenge. <laughs> it's is a it? little bow wow. Is it a bow wow challenge? I, I have hope no not. idea. If it's a bow wow challenge, do not do it. Uh, it's just getting weird, bow wow. Make a fucking record. I don't I for, know either. <laughs> I, for one, have lost already... Uh, I get laid once a year. And <laughs> it's so always happy. in November, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but, Letty, how was your weekend, man? It was, a, it was a pretty great weekend. Some things didn't go according to plan, but, I mean, I had a great weekend. Spent it with my daughter, so it's always good. How was yours, DT? Uh, my, God, dude, yesterday, and, and I do want to apologize to, to Mo and Ben and you, I wasn't able to record, man. I just had this fucking migraine, dude. Like, And, and this has happened quite a bit here lately. Where I just have this pounding fucking migraine, and it's like, damn, dude, like it just fucks with me all day, dude. Like, it don't matter if I eat. Like sometimes if I don't eat or drink yeah. coffee or something, you know, like I'll get one, and then when I do one or the other, it'll stop. Almost like you, you ever had a migraine where it makes you nauseous? Oh yeah, those yeah, are terrible. Yeah, and that's why I was I was going to tough it out, and I was just like, God, I just don't want to. Uh, go. It's all good. We're, we're recording today, and it's Hell all that yeah. matters, man. Yeah, that's all that matters. We stay consistent, but I just, you know, I don't want to half-ass anything. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, Mo and Ben, I apologize to you guys. We will meet up with y'all next weekend, but, uh, Letty, you were going to go on another ghost hunt. Yeah, I was. uh, This Saturday, we we had another ghost hunt planned to go with Kevin and EJ again, and we get there, and unfortunately, they had to cancel it, and I'll get into reasons why whenever we get to our new an improved renamed segment, yes. Dumbass of, of the, the week. week. Yes, guys, as Letty stated, we have changed it to Douchebag of the Week. I mean, we just don't really use Douchebag. No, nah, we you use Dumbass I mean? a whole lot more than Douchebag. I had originally got that from a movie, and when I started working with Ben and Letty and everybody, and one day I was just like, what a dumbass. Like, it just hit me. You ever just have shit hit oh, yeah. you out of nowhere, and it kind of stuck, and I thought, well... I heard Ben say it uh, the last few episodes they were on. I was like, dude, that's what we should fucking change exactly. it to. Because we say that a lot, and there are a lot of dumbasses. But <laughs> So I finished my first class. I didn't really do as good as I want because the last two weeks was starting work and everything. I kind of got a little fucking lazy. I won't lie. So unfortunately didn't do as well in that class but god like i was telling you it was just so fucking boring like oh, yeah. i'm just i just not I'm, not I'm not one of them motherfuckers that can look at a like a painting and go well what do you really see here it's i'm like, like I, a, s- I see a painting i'm gonna tell you exactly yeah. what the fuck i see yeah uh, i don't know what the hell the artist is trying to explain exactly. to me you should have put that in words instead of making me think about it i see an old white bitch looking like everywhere i move she looks at me <laughs> Man, it surprised me a lot of students would look at it. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. And then it was kind of, there was a writing, and then there was a music. And, man, the music, it would actually be okay, but then they would start doing orchestras and shit like that, and then that would look. It was just a, a really hard class, and it's no excuse. 
my second class, I guess, because I couldn't transfer my credits from the University of Phoenix. Apparently, when you owe old University of Phoenix a few <laughs> dollars, they, they don't want you to succeed anywhere else. But whatever, <laughs> I had to take this class. And so far, it's one I'll be okay on. I just, I don't know, man, with 12 hours working, family, podcast, it's, it's, it's hard, but I'm, I'm making my way. I don't know, Letty. That sucks that uh, the ghost hunt was canceled, and we will go into that later. But, man, uh, big shout-out to Greenville Ghost Hunters, man. Still, still Oh, yeah, doing big shout-out to them. Like, that episode, like, I, I'm still, you know, psyched that we got to do it, and it was great. And these past two times I've went ghost hunting with them, yeah, a lot's not happening. One, unfortunately, to get canceled, but, I mean, I always have a blast whenever I hang out with EJ. Well, so. I, the more you go along... I'm sure you'll experience it. I want to get spooked. I keep telling her, show me some spoopy shit. I'm excited every time I go. I'm always in high hopes. And uh, to to Kevin and EJ, and by the way, Kevin, that Facebook video you tagged me in, (laughs) that's cool, but it was just funny because I thought he was going to kind of go on about a hunt. He was like, I'm going to get cheerleading stuff. (laughs) Say something sassy, girl. He's talking about his daughter, and I just thought the video was hilarious. But, uh... We want to do one live. That is a goal of ours. I feel like I, I feel like we could just go with them on a hunt, or a, a, even a ghost hunt weekend. Document the shit. Like we, I feel like we need to we need to jump into that level of podcasting. <laughs> like I mean, we, think Some about live it. Live on the road live, podcasting. Yes, and you know I know video podcasting is a goal of ours. Even streaming a podcast is a goal. Oh yeah, we but, we got we got big goals. We got some ideas. Hopefully soon we can get like some t-shirts made. It's just hard with with our the time right frame. Now. Yeah, we have man. It's close like, to the holidays. I mean, when my schedule slows down, yours usually picks up. I mean, oh, family yeah. of course overrules all that. And I've noticed, man, it's hard to make time. Like, it is. You ever be like, damn, I wish I had some more time in a day. Like, if I, if I could take out one thing, I would take out sleep. Like, if, yeah. if sleep wasn't mandatory, I would be so productive. Well, see, that's the fucked up thing is I really, like, I sleep. Like, I usually go to bed kind of early and then, well, like, my day's off. and then. But I'm always, like, getting up anywhere from 2 to 4 in the morning. I don't know why every fucking morning I get up. And then sometimes I can lay back down oh, yeah. for a couple more hours. Sometimes I can't. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a thing. I can't remember. I remember I've heard a lot of people tell me this, but, like, back, back in some days and some shit, like, they wouldn't sleep through the whole night. They'd yeah. get up at, like, 2 in the morning, be progressive, and then go back to sleep. It's just yeah. like in our nature to do that sometimes. That's what I, yeah. I think with, with Kinsley being born, I was always getting up that early. Yeah. And I think it's just stuck you, with me. Yeah, you get in a habit. Yeah. We're creatures of habit. And once that's a habit, I mean, it's hard to break. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I kind of do a little gaming by myself. You know, it's kind of like my me time, I guess. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Darcy's like, well, I don't get me time. I'm like, well, get the fuck out of bed, man. Wake up at 2 in the morning. You know, I mean, ew. yeah, get up early. Fuck going to work. <laughs> I mean, no, you got to work later. Get up at 2 and let's play some games. Now, Letty, who you shouting out this week? My shout-outs this week. They're going to stay fairly the same. My daughter. I mean, I love her to death. Uh, she's actually, if hopefully, we're hoping, this coming Saturday she gets to cheer at her first game. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Go, man. Ruby. I'm excited. Give me, a, give me an R. R. <laughs> I'm excited because, I mean, my first year as a cheer mom, I would have never thought in a million years I'd be a cheer mom. Growing up, I'd always say my kids ain't going to cheerlead. But, you know, once you have yeah. them, you got to make your kids happy. 
Yeah. And I get to work the concession stands if I get to go. I'm excited. She's excited. We're all excited. Uh, gonna give a shout out to DT. I mean, this opportunity. I mean, just hanging out with you, all this shit. It's always a blast. We act like fucking idiots. We fucking do. <laughs> but we make this motherfucking podcast work, don't we? Well, we do. I mean, if you would see how many times we have to, like, redo the intro, or used to anyway. You all would be like, these are the most unprepared motherfuckers <laughs> I've ever met. We can be. You all, we like to thank our friends and family who listen. Thank you for the support. We greatly appreciate it. And to the fans. I mean, if we don't know you personally, I mean, sorry, but we appreciate you too. Comment, and we might get to know you personally. I mean, yeah, yeah we definitely need more. Give us that interaction we want. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that comes in due time. But, guys, you know, if you do like the podcast, you know, please be sure to share us to let us know we need we need to get these numbers up you know i'm not gonna sit here and beg you for numbers hey if you just like listening you ain't a commenting type and follow like share and post that's fine man oh, yeah. thank you for the support oh, and yeah, any definitely. any support you give us like i said man one thing i like about this podcast we just kind of do our own thing yeah we I just like do that. our own thing we come over here we get shit off our chest we talk a lot of shit yes we do a lot of we shit we do a lot of shit we'll talking goes on to. behind the scenes but they say who you shouting out this week uh me i gotta thank my family though my fiance god dang she fucking not playing she does me up a wall but i love her she really does you know really kind of keep the family going and, and i really appreciate that and my beautiful daughter man she just turned three yep Happy baby kinsley turned three that is awesome and it's crazy because she's getting bigger but we're going to do something for her this weekend oh yeah everybody wish baby kinsley a happy birthday if you don't care if you're listening on my timeline or the podcast timeline i uh, gotta thank letty letty we we've been trucking it in the schedules have been rough but we still make this podcast we still keep it rolling oh yeah every Fuck, week yeah drama though you're probably still angry from the lsu game over the weekend <laughs> Though we haven't talked to you since 1924, we thank you for all your hard work. And guys, let me explain something to you. If you got a small business or a business you're just starting up, you're trying to get your name out there, you, you want somebody with good packages that'll keep in touch with you, you know, that keeps you in the loop with everything that looks out for your best interest, or let's just say maybe you have all that, you've been a business for a while, but you're getting overcharged and you you want good packages for a great price head on over to socialpoint24.com drama bryant brings the noise on this online marketing game she really does we've seen how her business runs letty she's a gangster dude she She really really is straight up og man and i'm not just saying that because she's a part of the show i know we talk about this every every shout out she really is fucking awesome she she has worked her ass off for the past year yeah. year and a half so i mean coming from us i mean she's she's really great yeah we can't thank drama enough man she ha- takes time to help us out here and there and we do appreciate it but if you want to talk with her further head on over to her gmail at socialpoint 24 mail be sure you throw in that mail after 24 at gmail.com as always drama again we thank you Kellen Keller, the man who inspired me to get, you know, always told me to be on radio. So, Kellen, you are the inspiration for this podcast going. And everybody who listens, whether you're here locally, outside of Tennessee, wherever you are, we can't thank you enough. We really appreciate the support. Oh, yeah. If you're not from Tennessee, leave us a comment because I want to yeah. see how far this gets. Yes, I like, do we, too. We've been so curious about if there's any listeners outside of Tennessee. 
So, no, no, just wave in the comments. Give us a like. We'll, we'll stalk you. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know drama. <laughs> I know drama has some friends in South Carolina. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. All right, on the same bullshit, different day. We're not big news people. We might no, see some. We're, we're we're really not like if it's if it's if it's not on YouTube. YouTube, little bit of Facebook every now yeah, and Twitter, then. Yeah, Twitter. We're not really fucking with it. I mean, I'm not a big political guy. I don't really care Fuck what politics, Trump, they bore me. Hillary. Yeah, I don't really. All that will sort itself out. That's one thing I hate talking about, but. So we're going to kind of keep it going. We're just kind of what we want to do. And I thought, you know, man, we talk music on this podcast, but let's let's translate it over the same bullshit different day. Like, what could I do? A lot of this stuff, it's so crazy because we literally come up with it on the fly, but it turns out to be something cool we both enjoy. So we're going to name our from drummer, bassist, rhythm guitarist, lead guitarist, and vocals. That's going to be the five categories. And we're going to name who... If we could pick our a band that we would want to get together, pretty much it's going to be like an all-time favorite musician oh, yeah. of, of, of said instrument, but then also this would be a band we would love to see. So we're going to do this live. We haven't picked these yet. No, we haven't. I've been over here Googling all sorts of Hell shit. yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll start with Letty. We're going to first start with number one will be Drummer. So drummer. Letty... If you could pick a drummer to be in your band, all-time oh, favorite. All-time favorite if I had to pick a drummer. Yeah. For me, I, it's always been Joey Jordison from Slipknot. Yeah. I mean, he's just amazing. I mean, it sucks, you know, he left the band back in 2013, but hands down, he has always been one of my favorite all-time drummers, just yeah. what he does. You know, I really, nothing against Jay Weinberg. I liked his dad on the Conan yeah. show, Max Weinberg, but... Let's be honest, it's it, it's weird. You know, I know Paul Gray passed the bass player, yeah. but it's weird not seeing Joey, too. Because it it's is. just like he's been there from the jump. He's been there from day one, and seeing him, which if I'm not mistaken, he moved on to a different band. Yeah, didn't he? Murder Dolls. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. so hands down, he's, he's an amazing drummer. If you don't listen to Slipknot and you're a metal fan, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Mine would be, I mean, I can go ahead and do this one. Danny Carey from Tool. Oh, yeah, Tool. from Tool. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, that guy's drum playing abilities, even when I saw him live, I've just, I've seen a lot of good bands live, but they were just, they fucking mesmerize you. Like, it's like oh, they're yeah. pulling you in to a, a whole new musical world you never knew existed. I just, I just wonder how those four guys, I would love, to, I, I need to go back and listen to the story of how they came together, because they're just genius fucking musicians, man. They're like Primus, you know? Yes. I mean, they just have genius musicians. But all right, now... On to your old instrument, bass. Oh, man. Basses? I mean, I'm going to be sticking with Tool. Justin Cancellor. Yeah, that's a Just good one. all of them, almost any Tool song you listen to has a badass yes. bass line. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, just the way he comes up with shit. I guess you could say a close second would have to be Paul Gray. Yeah, just yeah, a, man. Just because of how involved he was in Slipknot. Yes. Because he... He wrote a lot of the songs with Corey. He came up with a lot of bass. He helped out with guitar. He just helped out everywhere. Yeah, he did. So, I mean, having that in a dream band, think of all the shit that could, they could come up with. Mine would be Les Claypool. He is a bad oh, motherfucker. Yeah. He makes the bass literally talk to you, sound like a guitar. I mean, the man, 
he's a unique person but you know definitely him he's of course from primus and i think he has a band called the les claypool band where he kind of does his own thing all right now on to rhythm guitarist rhythm guitar this is gonna be an interesting one all right who would yours be for rhythm guitarist rhythm guitarist mine would be uh, jim root from slipknot nice mine will be mike smith from snot i just love their combination of guitars and mike always added to that i just love that funky rock fucking sound that snot brought man i I wish they were still around oh yeah now on to lead guitarist lead guitarist see this is this is where i have so much trouble Mm -hmm. and i knew i would it's really hard it's really close between uh greg trebet from mudvane yeah brian head welsh from corn oh man (laughs) between them two trebet yeah trebet that's probably who i'd go with i don't know it's up to you though it's hard, man. Mine would be, let me just, while you're thinking on that real quick, mine would be Tom Morello. Oh, fuck yeah. From Rage and the Shit. Prophets of Rage. I mean, that guy, when you pull your guitar cord out and play a guitar solo, yeah, you're a oh, fucking Oh, yeah, you, you know you're legend. a fucking badass. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, Greg. Greg, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's who I'd go with. All right, and the last category to the top off the band. Man, this, is, this would be a fucking hell of, both these bands. Would, Vocals? Yeah. See, I got five people picked out for vocals, and I don't know who to choose. Well, uh, you know mine, Maynard James, yes. motherfucking Keenan. Damn, I got two tool members in my band, but hey, hell yeah. You got okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my five. Let's hear your five. Okay, of course Maynard. Yeah, and of course uh, Chad Gray. Damn. From Mudvayne. Who who can Corey Taylor from Slipknot? Wow. Jonathan Davis from Corn or wow. Maria Brink from In This Moment? Damn. Them think, five. If you wanted to throw a curveball, you yeah, go Maria. Maria. Yeah. yeah, that's that's because you throw the curveball. I say you go Chad Gray or Maria. I mean, I got Maynard if you want to be different. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna pick Maynard every oh, time. Oh man, let's see. I would go honestly if I could if I could hear. Hey, hey, song. Hey, now hold on, I forgot to say this. Hold up, you can have two vocalists. But say I would if 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 I could have a pair of vocalists, I would probably probably want to see Jonathan Davis and Maria Brink. Do yeah, do Jonathan Davis. And Maria Brink. All right. Them two or Surge. Fuck, man. Yeah. Surge from System of a Down. Jonathan Davis and Maria, though, I think they would mesh well, yeah. I think they would, too. I, I mean, and that's just off yeah. the top of our heads. Imagining sitting down. Because me and a lot of friends from high school used to do this shit. Like a super band. Oh, yeah. man. So our super group, Sledies, is as follows. Her drummer would be... Joey Jordanson. Your bassist would be... Justin Chancellor. Cool. Sorry, rhythm guitarist would be... Rhythm guitarist is Jim Root from Slipknot. Lead guitarist. I went with Greg Trebet. Mudvayne. From Mudvayne. And Maria Brink from In This Moment and Jonathan Davis from Corn would be my two vocalists. Hell yeah. Mine would be drummer Danny Carey from Tool, bassist Les Claypool from Promise and the Les Claypool Band, rhythm guitarist Mike Smith Snot, lead guitarist Tom Morello from Prophets of Rage and Rage Against the Machine, and vocals would be Maynard James Keenan. That is our super group, guys. We want to hear your alls. Like music, yes. music is a big part of mine and Letty's life. You know, obviously it's led us to this podcast and us meeting and everything. But let us know your your top five super super band. We we definitely want to hear it. And and it could be you can do rap. You can do I Oh mean, yeah, we, any group, any super group. I mean, hell, it could be EDM. Well, well it's not pop and country. Yeah, not pop and country. Not, if I'm being listen. honest. All right, moving on to the. 
highlighted band or artist of the week. Letty, who you got this week? Mine this week, it's just off the top of my head. I've been bumping her new song for the past week or two. Yeah. And it's Cardi B. We've talked about her a lot at the beginning when we first started this podcast a lot. Because that was back yeah. when Cardi and Nicki were beefing. Yeah, they still are. Yeah, they actually still are. I mean, I, honestly, I shared a meme today on Facebook. It was fucking hilarious. It was like... Why is Cardi and Nicki beefing over who's the queen of rap when Lil Uzi has this in the bag? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It killed me. But a little bit about Cardi B. I'm going to butcher her name. Bacalis Marlinas Almanzar. Nice. Born October 11th of 92. This bitch is Damn, only three years is... older than me. Known professionally as Cardi B is an American rapper, songwriter, and television personality. Born and raised in the Bronx, New York. First attracted attention. I don't know if any of y'all know this, but y'all should if you listen to her shit. She was a stripper. Right. She started out as a stripper. Uh, She became an internet celebrity after several posts went viral on Vine and Instagram. She is apparently, I didn't know this, she appeared as a regular cast member on VH1 reality TV series Love and Hip Hop New York. Oh yeah, I think I remember. I didn't even know that, but I mean, I I could see her being on that show. Three songs I got for you. First one is I Do. Uh, it is hands down, has one some of my favorite lyrics. Pussy so good, I say my own, my own name during sex. Damn. So <laughs> that just tells you what kind of fucking mentality she has about herself. But every time you listen to the song, it gets you pumped. Yeah, she's kind of like this era, I feel like, uh, Lil' Kim. Yes. More so than Basically, Nicki Minaj. Basically, w- yeah. without being as much of a goon, yeah. always wanting to fuck people up. Now, Lil' Kim's like that, too. Just ask Charlemagne the God oh, when she about that. got his oh, ass with him. That, shit, oh, that motherfucker fucking. started running. <laughs> As, me and Mo were talking about that. Yes, I remember y'all talking about that, and I did look it up. Yeah, he had that, she had that motherfucker running. Hey, that was crazy. But yeah, with Cardi, I mean, anything you listen to. The second song, everybody has to have heard it by now. It's Bodak Yellow. Honestly, when I first heard this song, I hated it. When I first heard Cardi B, I could not stand it, but it just grew on me. It's not one of them things that... It just kept getting overplayed to where I started liking it. It was, I'd listen to it, I'd be like, man, I, I don't see how people can like this. I'd listen to it again, you'd see me bumping my yeah, head, yeah. next thing you know. I had TJ yelling at me one time on the line telling me to sing something else, because that was like the third time that day I was singing that song. And the last song I got for you is Money. It's her new single. I mean, everybody needs money. Money. I mean, it's honestly probably one of the most important things in the world if you ain't got close friends and family. Because without it, you ain't living. You ain't living. You ain't living. But check out Cardi B if you haven't. If you don't like rap, then don't check it out. That's all I got to tell you. Yeah. Uh, DT, who you shouting out for your highlighted band or artist this week? Mine is going to be Paramore. Kind of been getting back into them. I I wonder if people consider them pop. I don't. I consider them kind of like a lighter version of in this moment. Yeah, I consider I would consider them like a rock alternative. Yeah, and Haley Williams. <laughs> hey Haley, no, <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> I'm playing, but I love her vocals. I love her energy when she's on stage. Oh, yeah. But I feel like she's not the type where she takes the spotlight. I mean, she she gives a shit about her band. But Paramore is an American rock band from Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah, by the way, yeah, they're from Tennessee. I did not know that till I literally just read it. But 
Born in 2004, the band currently consists of lead vocalist Haley Williams, guitar, guitarist Taylor York, and drummer Zach Farrow. Now, they have had past members, and Zach Farrow, I, I love his drum playing. It's just, it's kind of like mine. It's simple to the point. There's a little flashiness here and yeah. there. But Williams and Farrow are the founding members of the group, while York, a high school friend of the original lineup, joined in 2007. Williams is the only member to appear on all five of Paramore's studio albums. Damn. And has been the only constant member of the band. Well, I mean, her her vocals, in my opinion, is what makes Paramore such the hit that they have been. For sure. But uh, apparently, uh, Zach's, the drummer's uh, brother, Josh, was a, a past member. Jeremy Davis, Jason Bynum. John Hembray and Hunter Lamb were past members. Uh, three songs that I got for you guys. One of these is kind of a song that me and my daughter, this would, it's a B.O.B. song, but she's yeah. in it, Airplanes. Oh, yeah. I love that. But Misery Business would be my first. I love that song. It's one of their biggest hits. People always want to hear it live. Probably my favorite is Decode, what they did from the song. Twilight soundtrack. I love that song. I love the drums in it. And, of course, one of the original hits, Crush, Crush, Crush. Yeah. Dude, the band I was in, we did a cover of that. Yes, and like, that's just a great song. It was so heavy, but we loved it so much. Yeah, I, I love her with B.O.B. Like, I love when rap and rock mix like that. And and, and I'm going to tell you, Deftones did their song Change in the House Supplies one time, yeah. and she came out, dude. Oh, shit. Look that shit up, dude. It was badass, man. But, guys, oh, man. that's Cardi B and Paramore. Again, a lot of you guys have probably heard a lot of these bands, but this is are just people that me and Letty have on our mind. Like I said, you're probably going to hear more older bands than you are newer. All right, now moving on to the change segment that will be this from here on out, your... You dumbass. ...of the week. Dumbass. Letty, you go first because I'm pissed. <laughs> oh, man, I can tell y'all DT is pissed. Yes, like, believe me. But my dumbass of the week, or dumbasses, is it has to go back to the whole ghost hunting getting canceled. Yeah. Uh, I show up, and EJ was talking to me, and Kevin was talking to me, and apparently some people decided to go piss in the old jail. Like, it reeked of just piss. Like, outside, you could smell it so much. It was, it was pretty bad. It's fucking ridiculous. And, I mean, them being, mm-hmm. you know their professional business like people pay to go do this shit like it's a health hazard someone gets sick they're, yeah. they're accountable for it I well mean, you don't want to go uh, you know hunt ghosts and some piss yeah, let's no one be wants, honest no one wants to hunt ghosts yeah. and piss i mean she she just kept apologizing you know i mean shit happens or in yeah. this case piss happens. piss happens piss happens in this case because i mean apparently people can't go behind the like seven trees that are outside and pissing it i don't know what it is but like i've worked places and, like, you'll go in the bathrooms, and motherfuckers will, like, wipe their ass and throw shit like on the floor. Like, throw it at the wall. It's like, what are you, fucking five? Yeah, like, a lot of people talk about men's restrooms being disgusting. Women's restrooms are pretty disgusting, too. I mean, y'all got piss and shit everywhere. <clears throat> Sometimes we'll walk in, and there'll be piss and shit, and there might be a pad stuck to the wall. I mean, it gets pretty bad in some places. But, yeah, because of that, the ghost hunt got canceled. I mean, I just hung around with them, you know, just shot the shit for like an hour, hour and a half, you know, just making sure no one else showed up. And for that, because I didn't get scared this weekend, you all are my dumbasses of the week. DT, go ahead with your little, little spiel. (sighs) (laughs) That spin, that spin, that spin. You cocksucking son of a bitches. So, guys, if you don't know, NetSpin is a prepaid 
card service and you want to do direct deposit they're probably one of the more known yeah known ones and i've been with these guys for i thought it was more close to seven years i guess they to be a dick one time or like i've been here five so i'm still i'm like hey dumbass that's a that's a long time you know that's still a pretty good chunk of time i've had from when I went to University of Phoenix, and I'm talking about I got two or three checks for 2300 and up. But then I've got all kinds of my paychecks put on this card. I mean, I've dealt with these people forever. And, yeah, man, there's a lot of times I've disputed a lot of charges. I mean, some people may think it's stupid, but I'm one of them people, man. I don't have a lot of money. Like, And if I pay for a motherfucking service, I expect to get that shit. Oh, yeah. And if not, I'm going to fucking dispute it. So I'm waiting the other night on my paycheck to hit. Well, I noticed that it wasn't going on there. And when I would hit text, I could text BAL. It'll text me my balance. I noticed when I was doing that, nothing was coming back. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Keep in mind, earlier this day, I went to a Redbox, rented a game, used this card, even though it was a free thing, and it worked. So if this would have happened then, it would have said, you know. Yeah, it would have rejected it. Well, one I thought was weird was when I would use it at work, it would say try another card. And I was like, well, whether there's money on here or not, it shouldn't be yeah, saying shouldn't. that. Went online, typed in my information, and it said my account has been locked. Well, that's happened before, blah, blah, blah. So sometimes with disputes, they feel like, yeah, they'll mail you another card if it's something yeah. that, you know, like they feel like your account's been compromised. I go on there, dude puts me, I give them my info, dude puts me on hold, and you can't ever get anybody fucking American or that, you know, you remotely can understand everything they say. But I'm on there talking to him, and he comes back on here, and he goes, your account has been shut down. If you have any direct deposit, it will be rejected, and you can no longer use NetSpend services. Oh, shit. I'm like, what the fuck did you just fucking say to me, dude? Yeah. I said, dude, I got a fucking paycheck coming that I desperately need. And this fucking asshole. And I, so I start going off. I haven't transferred to a supervisor. The only thing they'll tell me is that the dispute department or risk management, whatever the fuck they said, is, tell, is saying that they felt that my account was compromised enough so much that it was out of their hands so they shut down my account because if they feel like they can't protect your money yeah okay well any card service i've ever dealt with a credit card or whatever they'll call you if somebody has your card or has a bunch of fucking you know trying to charge a bunch of shit or whatever they didn't tell me nothing like that exactly. so if my account's compromised why the fuck was i not told that why was i not given a phone call why am i finding out when i call in like what if yeah. i hadn't have called in you know what i'm saying well i got people telling me hey, it's all good just kind of go down to who you work for and you know they'll get it worked out and you know you should have it that day Nope. I go down there. They're like, oh, you you could possibly get your next paycheck before you get this one, which I don't understand because my fiance's worked for a, a temp service. And I've had the chick that told me to do this got hers worked out in a day yeah. when something similar like that happened. So I don't understand why I'm having to wait, but it, it really fucked me because, you know, I've had bills due and everything, and now I'm having to put them on hold like you helped me out and everything. And if it wasn't for that, dude, I'd be fucked. But... We'll talk more about this a little later, but for that, net spend, you pieces of fucking shit. <laughs> if this is how you do loyal customers, well, guess what? You're my dumbass of the week. 
fucking cocksuckers, man. man. I'm telling you, Letty, I haven't been <laughs> that mad in a long, long... I, I would have been fucking mad, too. That's one thing you don't do. You don't fuck with someone's paycheck. You, you let me tell you how mad it made me. I literally laid down after I got off work a 12-hour shift having to deal with this bullshit. Yeah. Dude, I got up and was instantly just pissed. Like, that's how Holy fucking shit. mad it you made me. You wake up and you're pissed off. Like, I woke up and immediately called net spin, and I... God, I pity them, but... On to the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week, and Letty, what's your word this week? Well, as all of y'all know, it's November, and the name of the name of this episode, mine is No Nut November. It is a challenge where a man must not ejaculate, aka bust a nut, for the whole month of November. Now, the example for this, it's, it's fucking hilarious because of what it ends with. Mm-hmm. It says, did you fail No Nut November? The guy was like, hell nah. I ain't, I ain't fell no no nut November. I'm saving this nut for my girl and destroyed dick December. <laughs> shit, destroyed dick December. Destroyed dick December. I might get laid by then. I don't know. It might be first of the year for me. I don't know. But, uh, DT, what you got for your Urban Dictionary Word of the Week? This one kind of annoys me, but then it's kind of funny at the same time. But, you know, you be watching YouTube and then them motherfucking ads pop up. Oh, yeah. Unless you pay for YouTube Red, which... I'm surprised a lot of YouTubers don't do that. Like, you watch a lot of their videos, and they'll be reviewing a video or something. Yeah. And and, and the ad will pop up. But my word is abstraction, which means it's a distraction caused by advertisements when you're watching something on YouTube. And sometimes, you know, the distractions, you'll get in. Yeah, you'll get into that damn three-minute ad. And you'll be like, oh, what was the fucking video I was watching? Yeah, I've done that way too many times. My guys, as always, let us know your Urban Dictionary Words of the Week, and I'm glad we brought it back, man. I hated not doing that last week. Oh, yeah. All right, on to Sports, 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 sports. Buddy, we got week 10 in college football, man. We're getting close to the end of college. We are. We got week 9 NFL, and uh, we're going to talk a little UFC 230 happened last night where Daniel D.C. Cormier went on, took on Derek the Black Beast. I'll just kind of briefly go over that toward the end. Letty wasn't able to catch that. We got week 10. Let's go over some scores. Uh, so the old, my good old Florida State come out. I thought, <laughs> well, we had a new quarterback, James Blackman, come in because DeAndre was hurt. And I thought, well, you know, okay, maybe we'll be a little better. Hell, maybe we'll even get a win, Letty. Hell, man. 48 to 27. We did not. Uh, though the, James Blackman, much respect to him, man had 421 yards passing, Damn. four touchdowns. Hell yeah. And nobody actually quit this week. Unfortunately, we lost. But hey, man, we put up a better effort than we have. We're now four and fucking five. Our bowl streak of, uh, I think it's 36, 37 straight seasons of going to a bowl is in jeopardy. I'm nervous. We just, God, if we could just, I know we're not going to beat Notre Dame. Maybe we get – I don't know. I've seen them. A lot of their last few games have been kind of tight. If we could somehow – I mean, I don't really see us beating them, but maybe we get lucky, upset them, and we just need to beat one more team. Hopefully yeah. the fucking Gators. That would be good. Our bowl <laughs> streak, we get to go to a bowl because we beat the Gators at the end of the year. God, oh, how pissed would they be? But some real quick scores. We got number 12, UCF, wins 52 over unranked Temple, 52-40. to 40. Uh, unranked Pittsburgh on fire lately versus number 25 Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, Pittsburgh wins 23-13. Number one Alabama played number three LSU's uh, dramas team. 
God, dude, I wanted LSU to win so bad. Dude. They don't even score. It's 29 to nothing, Alabama and They got wins. their asses handed to them. Unranked Louisville gets beat 77 to 16 by number two Clemson. Man, Holy Clemson. Shit. They are not fucking around. No, they're not fucking around. They put up more on them than us, so sorry, sorry, Louisville fans. Number four, Notre Dame uh, gets by no, unranked Northwestern 31 21. See what I'm saying? Notre oh, yeah. Dame's just yeah, barely getting out. A lot of these teams are probably way better than us. It wouldn't surprise me if we could pull out a. Yeah. Actually, fuck, it would surprise me. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Number 14, Penn State took on number five, Michigan. Michigan wins 42-7. to Boy, Michigan is a team I'm predicting it now. They'll be – I hate it for you guys because that'll – I don't know. If they beat you guys, they're going yeah. to the playoff. Oh, yeah. Number six, Georgia took on number nine, Kentucky. Georgia wins 34-17. to I thought Kentucky – lost last week how are they ranked ninth i thought they were like 12th or something last week i could be I wrong oh man number seven oklahoma took on unranked texas tech oklahoma barely gets by texas tech 51 46 unranked california took on number eight washington state who is on fucking fire washington state pulls out the win 19 to 13 unranked nebraska and their fucked up field goal, or no, it wasn't a field goal kickoff. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, my God. Took on your Ohio State Buckeyes. Letty and Moe's Ohio State Buckeyes win 36-31. Yep. Unranked Missouri beats number 11 Florida. Sorry, Joni. Oh, damn. 38-17. Ouch. Ouch. That made me hit my phone. Damn. <laughs> Number 13, West Virginia. Number 17, Texas battled. And this was a highly anticipated game. And West Virginia scores on a late two-point conversion to take this win 42-41. to 41. Damn. Damn. Texas fans, y'all just can't catch a break. Number 15, Utah gets upset by unranked Arizona State, 38-20. to 20. Damn, Herm Edwards, boy, he ain't fucking around down there at Arizona State. Unranked Purdue, who has just, you know, their record may not show it, but, man, they've been on fire. They beat number 16, Iowa, 38-36 to on a game-winning field goal. Wow. Hell, yeah. Number 18, Mississippi State, 45, unranked Louisiana Tech, 3. Number 19, Syracuse, another ACC team that is just on fire this year, beats unranked Wake Forest, 41-24, to Syracuse ranked 19th. Texas A&M, we don't care. <laughs> Number 22, Boston College beats unranked Virginia Tech 31-21. We got to play fucking Boston. Yeah. See, like the, the teams we have remaining are all ranked, I think. Yeah, they're all they're ranked. They're all ranked. Yep. Damn. Number, and last, uh, see, we got number 23, Fresno State, beats unranked UNLV, 48-3. And number 24, Iowa State, another team that's been on fire lately, beats unranked Kansas, 27-3. On to week nine of the NFL, Letty. Week nine of the NFL, we got the Raiders versus the 49ers. <laughs> 49ers beat the Raiders. Listen, I'm going down the list. Yeah, this, is, this is the very it's, first one. It's fine. Raiders, four, Raiders lost to the 49ers, 34-3. It's just like, hey, guys, let's just give up. <laughs> well, hey, isn't your second team the 49ers? Uh, no, it's Buccaneers. No, Buccaneers. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Got the Falcons beating the Redskins, 38-14. We got the Vikings played, played the Lions. Vikings won 24-9. Steelers beat the Ravens, 23-16. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Browns, 37-21. We had the Dolphins versus the Jets. Dolphins beat them, 13-6. The Bears destroyed the Bills, 41 to 9. We got the Panthers 
beat the Buccaneers 42 to 28. Chargers and Seahawks, Chargers pulled it out 25 to 17. Had the Texans beating the Broncos 19 to 17. Saints beat the Rams 45 to 35. Packers and the Patriots played. Patriots pulled it out 31 to 17. And mine and Moe's team, the Cowboys, they play today at 8-15 versus the Titans. Damn. And, I mean, we may be in Tennessee. I've never been a huge Tennessee fan, even when I did follow football religiously. I mean, I see the Cowboys destroying the Titans. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. What's that, tonight? Yeah, but it's tonight at 8-15. Right. But, guys, let us know how your team fared in college and the NFL. If there's any sports you guys want us to cover. Um, oh, yeah, let us know because, I mean, after football season. Yeah. We, we, don't, we, we don't know where it's going to go. We might do some eSports. I mean, we'll, we'll cover anything. As long as it ain't golf. You I make mean, me cover golf, I might cut you. No, I don't fuck with golf. <laughs> but eSports is definitely a huge possibility. But, uh, for, you know, we'll see where it goes. Oh, yeah. But eSports, I think, would be awesome. It would be. All right. Moving right along to story, story time. time. Riding off the music thing, you know, whereas you came from music, I came from music. I kind of just want, let's just reminisce, lady, about the old music times and days that I quite frankly miss daily. Like I think about, I wouldn't say daily, but I think about it a lot about how I would love to be playing music again. I miss playing, even if it was just me jamming drums, like I just miss the whole atmosphere of being in a band. Jamming out with a group of friends who all love music equally as you. So kind of talk about you know, how you got started playing your instrument and then the bands, band Uh, or uh, bands, you know. Growing up, I'm going to have to thank my Uncle Josh, my love of heavy metal. Yeah. He's the one I was five years old what got you? What band got what, you? What, what or he got, got you into it, metal? It, yeah, or? he's the one who got me into metal. My okay. uncle Josh. We had a corn. It was a corn album. Yep. My first full album I listened to, like start to finish, was a Take a Look in the Mirror. Yeah, nice. He had that, and he had a I want to say the Iowa album from Slipknot. Oh hell yeah, great! That album. was kind of my introduction to metal. I was in like kindergarten, first grade, and I just fell in love with it. And at first, I mean, I, I guess you could say I did like what everybody did. I started out with guitar, and guitar, I mean, I can play guitar, I like it, but to me, I'm like, I want to be different, I want to be different, everybody plays guitar. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I started, that's when I started listening to, like, Tool, and I started listening to Slipknot more closely, and uh, who else was it that got me into it? Uh, Avenged Sevenfold, Johnny Cross, their bass is pretty great, too. Yeah. So, I mean... I started listening to a lot of the bass lines, stopped, uh, I started drowning out the lyrics and just listening to straight music. And once I found out, I was like, that's it. I was like, I want to play bass. Started, I mean, Korn's bass is fucking amazing. I mean, all of the bands I listen to, they all have a strong bassist. And I picked it up, loved it. Honestly, the first instrument I ever played, I was in high school. I mean, I was a middle school band. I played the clarinet. All right. Me and my friend Isaiah, who I ended up becoming in a band with, we would sit there and, like, he figured out the Mario theme. So we'd yeah. walk around the fucking band room playing do, Mario. Do, 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 do. I mean, just hearing that on the clarinet. Oh, man, Mr. Williams would come in. He'd tell us to sit. He'd be like, sit down and start doing your warm-ups. But we'd be over there doing the Mario theme. Or he, yeah. he figured out the Simpsons song on the bass clarinet. Yeah, oh, right. my goodness. To me, I mean, if you ain't got a good bass line, it's kind of like with drums. You don't have a good foundation. 
Yeah, bass players were always the hardest. They're to always find. they're underrated, but they put in probably most of the time the bassist is who helps the lyrics. They help the guitarists. Yeah, I mean they're one of the hardest working members in the bands. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I guess that's my introduction into wanting to play this music. DT, what about you? Me, um, my uncle Aaron actually got me into drums when I was a kid, and he would always just get on the drums and act goofy and. Man, I loved it. And then Animal from the Muppets. Oh, yeah. I got to credit him because I remember sitting at my grandmother's house and we'd watch TV and the Muppets would come on and I would see Animal and I'd be like, God, I just, I want to play just like that guy. And, you know, my style, it never was flashy. I unfortunately never learned like double bass, even though there was times I could make a single pedal kind of sound like a double bass. I'm just more of your, I like to keep on time, make the beat sound good with the song I just never was a flashy type of drummer, and still not to this day. I mean, not saying anything bad against those drummers that do that, but I'm just more of the to-the-point type of drummer, and that's how I kind of emulated my style around. And my friend Jared actually, um, Jared Pitts, a.k.a. the Mad Scientist, actually uh, got me really into playing in a band. And, I mean, when I started out, man, like, you know, where I was kind of hanging around them and, and, and I would start listening to rock like Nirvana got oh, yeah. me into rock. And I kind of knew the basics. I mean, I was still pretty terrible, but I literally started out in a band. Like, oh, that's yeah. that's where it kind of went. But I always kind of had it in my blood from my uncle and, like, one of my cousins plays drums. Now one of my little cousins, my uncle's kids, they play drums. Yeah. So, you know, there's a long line of drummers in our family and... Yeah, I think that's awesome. But uh, for me, the band, I mean, I was in a few different bands coming up, but it was always a guy would be pussy whipped or a guy would rather fucking party or, you know, shit like that. So none of those bands that worked out now. Hypnosis was probably a band that was one of the first ones that actually was consistent. But again, you know, we kind of had members that jumped around. And it's like, you know what pisses me off? Like when you're in a band with somebody and they're like, well, I got a side project. Well, why the fuck are you starting yeah. a side project when we're not even big in this oh, band? Yeah, like, yeah that, was, that was one thing. For me, whenever it came to playing in a band, I didn't want to start off in a band, honestly. Yeah. I just wanted to play my own music. Because when I first started making music that I wanted to record was sophomore year, right after I had my daughter. And that honestly... I wanted to make a heavy metal version of Adele's Rolling in the Deep. Hell yeah. I went, I borrowed my aunt's drum set, because my great aunt actually has her own band. She's recorded and sold music. Hell but yeah. It's, she does it, if I'm not mistaken, it's like gospel music. Yeah. And, you know, she was giving me pointers. She was, you know, I'd never played drums in my life. And I'm sitting here trying to figure stuff out. Jeremy had a friend who I wasn't too fond of, but he said he'd help. I had almost everything. I just didn't have a way to record it. Yeah. I had the bass and everything. And then my friend Isaiah, who I mentioned in the beginning, I can't remember what we changed our band's name to at the very end, but it used to be called Above the Indifference. And that's, that was that's it. That's a cool name. Unfortunately, we never did get to play. We recorded a couple songs, and that was it. Right. We, we never did get to play live. It kind of broke our spirits because the year before, we had a talent show at West Green. They asked me to join it after their lead guitarist slash singer left because Isaiah was the bassist he became the vocalist I was bassist and Jeremy ended up on guitars nice and but they didn't have the talent show the next year so we didn't get to play for yeah, the school of course and it kind of it kind of hurt our spirits but we made a song all everybody in West Green got to hear it 
Teachers really didn't like it because we were heavy. We had some screaming in it, yeah. but I didn't care. I got an A on that damn assignment. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, could, I mean, for me, I, from hypnosis, I would kind of jump around bands, but then I met a late friend of mine, Mitchell Roberts, who had passed away, unfortunately. Rest in peace, Mitchell. And I could have swore spoke to him one time oh, yeah. on this podcast, and I swear I'm not crazy, but that sounded like him. Anyway, we linked up with my buddy Jared, who I've been in probably every band I've been in. He's like that one person you can jam with and fucking You're good. you just flow good with them. And then Mitchell, I come to find out, I mean, he was always a kind of a guitar player where his, his guitar always sounded real muddy. Yeah. But in a weird way, it kind of sounded good. And he picked up on a lot of the songs that we created. Next thing you know, it, it, we were called 12 Gauge Heretics. We got my buddy Denny who to this day I wish I could find him and play music with, man. He was such a good friend and, and, and hell of a musician and knew electronics. If something didn't work, he could rig it up to work. Like any anything electronic that fucked up, he fixed it. And we were the 12-Gauge Heretics, man. And that's a band I'll never forget, man, because we had so many good songs. And, you know, I would write lyrics. And like in Hypnosis, I had a few songs that I'd wrote that we made songs. And I never think they would yeah. be made into a song. And then next thing you know, man, I mean, I think six of our ten songs, maybe five, were lyrics that I wrote. And then Jared would kind of take them because he was the singer. I mean, of course, Jared can play anything. He would take it and kind of mix some stuff around. He would keep a lot of stuff, but then there's some stuff he would kind of add in yeah. or whatever. And it was great, man. The next thing you know, we we go to Severable. Our friend Jake, his uncle, on, had a little half-million-dollar studio in Severable, man. We went up there, dude, and it was my first time in a studio, man, and I was so fucking nervous. And then you got fucking Jared Mitchell over here drinking beers, piling the fucking empty beer bottles up in my drum room. Holy I'm shit. like, fuck you, dude. Get yeah. that shit out of here. If he comes in here, I'm not. we're not getting thrown out of here because you're an idiot. Like, dude, we, we spent... It was like f almost $1,500 for 100 CDs, you know, all the recording time. Yeah. Jared was sick then. I mean, I feel like we rushed it. We our Danny wasn't our bass player anymore, so we had to grab Jared's brother, and we kind of threw him in the loop, and he didn't really know a lot of the songs. So I feel like we could have done better, but a lot of people that we were playing for at the time liked it. But I'll never forget that experience because shout-out to Mark Croy is his name. And he he said, with that drummer, that you all are going to go far. And that made me feel so good, and it put my playing on another level. Because, I mean, I had been complimented before, but compared to those guys, yeah. I hadn't. So to hear that from a guy from that stature, and I mean, he was, you know, into more like blues, and he had a band with Dolly Parton's sister. Oh, yeah. So he, was, he wasn't really into that type of music. And Mitchell and Jerry was supposed to come back on the mix down of it. Yeah. Twenty five fucking dollars an hour, which is cheap. Yeah. They stayed yeah. up there. Like, get the fuck up and go fucking down there. Not that he couldn't do it. He hadn't ever recorded that kind of music. Like, hey guys, I just want to make sure. Yeah. And them fucking idiots partied the night before and did we actually got up there the same time they did and he had already mixed it down. Now he did do good. I mean, I don't know, maybe would it have sounded better if they'd showed up? probably i don't know maybe yeah but it's like it just made me mad because and i think a reason denny quit was that we kind of felt like we were the glue holding it together yeah maybe I, not really that i mean jared was into it 
but no, Mitchell, yeah, but well, but no, but Jared oh. would play. Yeah. But Mitchell was kind of the guy he would fucking piss everybody off, oh. and then and then Jared would quit, or, or 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 Denny would threaten to quit, and then I'd be the guy to come back in and put it together, and then he pissed me off one time, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm done. We spent more time trying to keep everybody, I felt like, into it and keep it going than we should have, like, we would go to make up new songs and then Mitchell would fucking invite 10 people over. You know, you can't make up new music with fucking no, people running can't. in and out. It's, it's honestly hard to do practices with people over. Mm-hmm. Because uh, one thing with exactly. us, we, we didn't get to do a recording studio. We literally recorded it ourselves through the singer's mic. Yeah. What we did was we had a... We had an old trailer that uh, is Jeremy's cousin, my baby daddy. It was Ruby's godfather. They had an old trailer, just an old, like, two-bedroom trailer. We recorded yeah. in the master bedroom, and that's where we practiced because that's where uh, I had my I had my drum set at. Yeah. Because Jeremy played drums. Isaiah was the singer. Uh, well, Jeremy bounced back and forth. He started out as a guitarist, but he turned out he was the best out of the drums out of all of us because we had to make, make with what we had. Yeah. So what we did was, whenever we recorded it, Isaiah would go first. He would do he would do the vocals, and then we tried to do the uh, we did the drums second because we needed that place quiet, no echoes at all. So everybody would go outside. You could hear Jeremy yeah. playing. We had blankets everywhere. Oh man, we had a uh, oh god, what was it? We had we had a little elephant that was our good luck charm that we Hell always yeah. set on the fucking bass drum. Hell yeah. Like that was our good luck charm as a little elephant. Oh my goodness, those those days. Even though you know they were they were short, but yeah, they were man. so much fun, man. They were, and it's just like looking back. If you would have just kind of made better choices, like I feel like there was a lot of the time that I should have made the choice to go jam with more serious people. That, that's my thing. Yeah, and they would always say shit to me, but dude, let me tell you something. When it was time to fucking play, I was on my drum set, you and ain't a motherfucker, ready. ain't a motherfucker one can say any different. When because I loved it, I never skipped out on practice for a chick, a drug, nothing, dude. I was ready to go, and I love it, and. I always said, I don't know, you know, maybe I get a drum set. I'm definitely going to get a drum set, but maybe I get a fucking drum set and I jam myself. If I'm ever in a band again, it's like a one and done. If it's some bullshit and I got to quit, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, that's what I've I've come down to. If I can ever get, see, I mean, I still have my basses, but my amps. My, the amp that I started out on was just a little first act amp that was made for an electric guitar. Yeah. But I'd fucked with the settings to where it made my bass sound decent. Isaiah had the main bass amp we used, which was a big PV amp. Oh, man, I love that thing to death. Hell, yeah. But PV's yeah, the way to go, dude. Oh, yeah. But for me, if if I was to ever join a band again, if they wasn't serious, I'd, I'd be done. I'd be like, yeah. just go just jam on my own. Yeah, and I don't think people realize, like, if you're not fucking serious, if you're not going to be in in it wholeheartedly, yeah, the, then there's no point being yeah, in a band. there's not, because, I mean, being in a band, everybody's like, yeah, you're fun, you're rock stars, you get the rock. It's more than that. Yeah, it's endless exactly. hours of practicing, playing until your leg cramps up, my fingers have bled from playing so much. You got to deal with people rejecting you, people yeah. telling you your band sucks cuz that's going to happen. Oh yeah, I mean you have I mean even though we didn't my band didn't get to play gigs or anything, we'd have people come over and they'd be like that sounds amazing. I can't wait to see your live show and then we'd have people be like 
how can you stand that trash? And I'm like, well, man, yeah. I mean, metal's not for everybody. It's not. I it's... mean, if you don't want to listen to our metal, just go on and go listen to what you want to listen to. I was like, I'm just inviting you just to come listen. See yeah. what you like. Yeah, but it's it's just good memories, and I don't regret any of it. I just oh, regret I that I would have made maybe some smarter choices and moved on. But I kind of felt like, okay, well, these are the guys I'm comfortable playing with, and it was like I wasn't willing to step outside of my comfort yeah. zone. And I feel like in music, you have to do that sometimes. Oh, yeah. And music nowadays, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if you're in it to be famous, you're fucking – it's a dream that you may never come true. Oh, yeah. You know, but – if you're in it, just, I mean, I just thought the experience was great. You know, oh, you learn an instrument. Next thing you know, you're jamming with some guys. You all come together, and you make a song you all made. And the next thing you know, you're laying it down. I just love the experience of it, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And I think people don't really understand just how, just the 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 fun and the heart of it oh, they're yeah. just so i want to be rich and famous playing no, music that. you know and if i want to make good music yeah and jam out with my friends exactly and like go to a house party every now and then and just yeah jam the fuck out with a bunch of people if they're feeling it it's great if not i mean i still had a blast playing for people yeah like you got to go into it with a passion for it not worry about the fame the fortune and all that because let's be honest that may not happen there's a lot of other people out doing the same thing you are and the odds of you being one of those people picked to be in that in the spotlight oh yeah it's 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 really really low that that's you know the yeah, odds of that happening especially in the metal scene in yeah. east tennessee yeah i mean we have a decent local metal scene here and i'm so lucky that i get to go and like all these pages on facebook and listen to their shit yeah and i love supporting our local acts but i mean it's it's difficult here because yeah. everybody's all about country music and pop yeah exactly so. and yeah the music scene around here isn't it's ridiculous i mean it at one time around here it was great but but guys let us know if you've been in a band if you've played an instrument let us know your experiences man we want to hear your story oh yeah that's definitely what, that's what story time is about everybody has a story now we are moving on Man, do we have an interesting one. So, uh, I feel like, you know, man, we haven't really talked gaming in a long time. It has been a long time. Kenzie's excited. Oh, yeah. These are two new games, and I've seen these both are two highly anticipated games. And pretty much what we're going to do is these games that just came out, we decided to put them in the Thunderdome, throw some stats around and see which is truly better and which is more anticipated than the other which we don't really have stats we've just kind of got so we're going to go off some reddit users you know what their their opinions and then kind of conclude our own but today we have call of duty black ops 4 just came out i believe it was october october 12th they brought in a new um, battle royale called blackout and then we have red dead redemption 2 Yeehaw. where if it's a digital download i hope you got a couple fucking days or it's a really damn good internet yeah because i'm telling you letty was able to make it to where i could get that game but anyway we're going to talk more of this in the thunderdome today letty now let the battle commence. Let it commence, man. Let it commence. So these are two games that are probably the most anticipated all year. Oh, you yeah. know, there's a lot of Call of Duty fans. A lot of Call of Duty fans. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't really know Red Dead had as big a following as it did. Dude, Red it Dead does. Red Dead Redemption Two has been waited on for almost a decade. Yeah, and 
Now, I'm I'm in the process of downloading it. I know you guys are probably thinking, man, why would you guys do this on two games that you haven't really played a lot? Well, because it's our show and we fucking can. Exactly. And we, we're going to be playing the hell out of both of these games. Red Dead, I, it's still downloading. It's about done. I'll probably be playing it later today, tonight, probably tomorrow, actually. But I have played the Blackout, the Battle Royale version of uh, Black Ops 4. I liked it. I think it's one of those that'll kind of, if you're not really into that style of Battle Royale or that gameplay, like if you're coming from Fortnite like me, it's a little different at first, but I liked it. You I like mean, it? I, could, I could get onto it now. I'm more interested in the zombies. Oh, I, yeah. I love oh, yeah. when they brought zombies to Call of Duty. Let's see what people on the old Reddit are oh, saying. Oh, man. man in doubt, turn to Reddit. Yeah, I mean, I love it because they're brutally They fucking have honest. some of the best but most brutal users ever, and oh. it's, it's, it's the greatest. We need to start using them as a source <laughs> Poor dude. All right, one guy, Dusty Gulch, says, Not even a competition. No same person wants Black Ops 4. Red <laughs> Dead Redemption 2 all the way, man. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, with, when it comes to the Call of Duties that I've played, I mean, they just keep getting more ridiculous, but I always go to Black Ops just for the zombies. I feel like some games like Madden and games like that, like, they just add too much shit Dude, to it. Dude, if I tried to play Madden, last Madden game I played was Madden 2001. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It would have been better if they just, like, leave it, like, add a few new things here and there. Update the roster. Yes. Maybe, you know, the manager mode, make it a little bit better, but... <sighs> Let's see, Forgiving Second said, Red Dead is likely going to have a long game live. So buying it on release would probably be great and fun, and also my plan he says exactly. but if you wait a bit bugs will be fixed maybe red dead online content will be hitting its stride and so on black ops 4 if you don't get it right away and maybe get it later you know you'll have to deal with a learning curve yep. behind everyone else which may be annoying to you and then again it might not just some food for thought and that, that is true. Uh, that's a that's pretty well spot on. That that is a good that is a good thing because honestly the reason I haven't really picked up Fortnite besides my shitty internet is because mm -hmm. I know I gotta learn it. Yeah, you're pretty far behind. Oh, us. Yeah. Kinsley plays the xylophone in the back. <laughs> so uh, see, Stingy Jacks is Red Dead Redemption Two, but also Spider Man. Dude, if you got a PS4 and you ain't rocking Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2, what are yes. you doing with your life? I actually want to play that Spider-Man. I do, too. I'll I want to buy a PS4 just for Spider-Man. Oh, you can only get on PS4. I don't, I don't Man, know, but I do, I, that's just, all I see on Facebook. They are such haters. Like, quit being a fucking... Like, why can't we make a game and put it on every platform? Like, what, when did we start this bullshit of, well, one against the other? Like, y'all are in the same fucking market. Uh, let's see, Stroke Stroke Me 2 says, Red Dead 2, Black Ops 4 will just annoy you. And we True. got Bronze and 54 says, are you seriously considering Black Ops 4 over Red Dead Redemption 2? Let's see, The Wolfman says, I've played all the Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 2 myself, and I'm going for Red Dead Redemption 2. The first one was just too epic to set the second one aside. So you kind of get the, oh, the, yeah. the drift here. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've not played the first Red Dead, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, go play it. Play it before you play the second one because the first one was epic. Yeah. It was great. It was actually really good, and I, I'll be honest with you, it was a game I kind of thought would suck, but it actually was yeah. dope. And 
I'm looking forward to playing this. You've got me pumped on that. Letty hooked it, hooked, hooked her boy up uh, with a special edition, baby. Oh, man. Like, oh, yeah. I ain't going to lie. Like, I bought the special edition, which nowadays, if you're going to buy it when it first comes out, you're better off buying the special edition. You really are. Yeah, they got. Just waiting for the DLC to come out. Or they got an ultra edition. They, for they, the next got, a, one they got a gold edition. And that gold edition was like 100, 110 bucks. What do you think about it, Kinsley? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, she understands. Yeah, Kenzie understands. Oh, man. So, I don't know, Letty. We got to pick. I mean, I know you're not too familiar with Black Ops, but I, I think we got to go Red Dead here. Oh, I'm going uh, Red Dead. Uh, I've, I've watched some gameplay for Black Ops 4. Yeah. And the Battle Royale, which I watch. Uh, you've heard of Marksman? Yeah. I'm Marksman. That's who I watch yeah. a lot when it comes to Call of Duty. And he's been playing a lot of Fortnite here lately. So, yeah. he went from Fortnite to that, and it had, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. had some bugs and shit, but... He said, you know, if they fix it, it could be really fun. Yeah. Just the Battle Royale. Now, I've not seen any of the actual campaign or any other multiplayer, but I'm like you. I'm more about the zombies. I am too, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, even though I have yet to play it. I'm going to say Red Dead. I, I like Call of Duty, but I think they did bounce back well from that, that sad-ass, uh, what was the one they put Advanced out Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare. I think they did kind of bounce back from it, but I just think they're doing too much that doesn't need to be done, man. Like, you, you've you already got a huge following. Don't oh, yeah. fuck that up. Don't stray from that. Like, you did Advanced Warfare. I want to play Red Dead because I feel like it's something different for me. I've been wearing Fortnite the fuck out. Though I love it, it's still a great game. Still, probably my favorite. I am ready to play some different something games. Something different. You know. I mean, if you, like a, if you love a great story, I mean, Red Dead... Yes. Red Dead 2 so far has been amazing. Yeah. And then if you've not, I mean, if you have played Red Dead, Red Dead 2 is set before. Hell so it's yeah. basically like a prequel. Oh, okay. Well, good. So, I mean, because so I'm not too familiar with one. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah. If you're not familiar with one, it's all right. And if you're not an OG and you haven't played Red Dead Revolver, yeah. that came out on the PlayStation 2 in 06. Damn, I think I played that, actually. Yeah, that right there is actually the first game that came out. Maybe that's what I actually played. Red Dead Revolver. Of, yeah. Which, I mean, they were all great games. They've all been great. Red Dead 2, I'm excited to sit down and have me a good play session. I've only had like 30 minutes here and there. Yeah. I'm well, ready to sit down and play for like four hours straight yeah, and have I'm, no life. My two days, like Wednesday and Thursday, I'm wearing it the fuck out. Dude. Oh, yeah. But, and, it, and it's beautiful. Hell, yeah. I can't wait to play it. I'm excited. Let us know, guys, if you guys are Call of Duty fans and you think we're fucking idiots and again, I like both these games, but to say the one I anticipate to play more, I'm more excited about, would be Red Dead Redemption oh, 2. of course. The gameplay I've seen is just where I'm going. It's how Letty's going. But let us know your Definitely. thoughts on it. It's been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days. All right, Letty. It's the time of the show we all wait for. Oh, shit, man. Letty, you ready to have a fucking rant? I'm ready to fucking rant, man. Well, in spite of Netspin, you, know, you thought we were done with you, Netspin. <laughs> no, no, we ain't we're done, not. Netspin. DT is not done. No, and we're not job experts, but look, man, when you have a service, especially when it comes to somebody's money, paying somebody's bills, whatever it may be, 
don't fuck with people. Don't exactly. be a dick. I don't care how mad they are. A lot of times you're justified. If you just get a flat-out asshole, you still got to deal with it. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. I just see a lot of these employees of these companies that are just fucking idiots. Oh, and they, they don't are. know what they're doing. So today, we're going to rant about that. Most of these companies, when you call for quote-unquote customer service or you need help or you just got a question, you get a lot of these assholes or they're idiots or they don't speak good English. Even though you choose English, you still don't get a motherfucker <laughs> that speak English. But for this, this is why what inspired this rant. So, Letty, let's have a rant. Let's fucking rant, DT. So the Nespin thing, it just it just really pissed me off because, again, it screwed me out of getting paid. And oh, yeah. I, I don't think these companies, you know, maybe they don't care. Maybe they just don't stop and think. But I, I just feel like they fed me a load of, they fucked up. Yeah. They fed me a load of bullshit. And now they kind of can't back out. They can't go back on it. Yeah. So that's what I think happened because I'm sorry. I think I would know if somebody had my card and was over here because sometimes, like, you know, instead of me not checking my card, I might go on Fortnite and try to get some V-Bucks or something just to see yeah. if it's on there or whatever. And I don't know if they thought that was suspicious. I, none of it makes sense. They gave me very little detail. But this is what I'm trying to tell you, is that if you don't know your job this well or whatever, or that kind of information should have been available to me. I mean, if you've got a five, six, seven-year customer, you know, I just, I, I don't see how you could do them like that. Oh, yeah, that. exactly. I mean, if you've been with them a good chunk of time, for me, anything over two years is a good chunk of time. Mm-hmm. If you've been with somebody for, you know, two plus years, in your case, five, six, I mean, yeah. you would think, you know, this is a loyal customer. He keeps coming back. You know, they would they would do what they can to help you. Give me the respect yeah. to call me. Mr. Tuggle, here's the deal. We feel like your account's out of your hands. Here's why. Uh, We're going to have to shut your account down. Now, we can keep it open so you can, you know, we see you get direct deposit. We can keep it open uh, uh, however long you need, but we're just letting you know that if money gets taken out, we're not responsible. Otherwise, we're going to shut it. I didn't get none of that. I, I still right now have no explanation because a lot of the supervisors and regular employees and shit they can't really see all they see is they had to shut my account down i was a high risk and that's it and the department that shut me down like that magically you can't just like get transferred to them they gotta let them know and then they contact you a few business days later which A woman from corporate called and fed me a load of bullshit. I was like, okay, well, if my account's high risk, why is my account high risk? That's what I want to know. I want to know the reason. Now, I'm going to tell you what's funny about this is I disputed a charge from Facebook. Yeah. I have disputed many charges, and nothing was ever said about that. Now, magically, I do one with fucking Facebook. And then all of a sudden, my motherfucking account's shut down. Now, I don't know if Facebook got mad or Facebook said something. I don't know, but I know that would be the, the last activity other than a direct deposit to my account that would have happened. Oh, yeah. Got some, like, conspiracy theory going on I there, mean, man. I don't know. All I'm saying. It could saying... be. You might have fucked, fucked with Facebook, and Facebook's like, listen, we own everything. But it was for 14 total yeah. dollars. Exactly. I mean, and... When it was for boosting posts for the podcast, they gave me a credit. Yeah. I said, "Okay, well, I'm going to run the credit 
out i'll run it you know kind of i got i understood it as kind of check uh use our services see what boosting a post in your page does yeah never once was i made aware that i would have to fucking pay or i wouldn't have fucking done it exactly now sometimes in order to use these services you got to put your card on there they give you different reasons but they won't charge or whatever I, I don't know if those two are tied in, but the point I'm trying to make is this is people's money. And like I said, a loyal customer, I think you got to give them more than that. But you deal with a lot of this, these unqualified people. It's like, how the fuck do you put these people in a position to deal with your money? I can't tell you how many times in that spend, their customer service used to be the shit. You call in, get a motherfucker that knew what they were doing. Now it's like you got to go through five, six people before you might get one dude. And it's like they're just fucking smart asses, fucking pricks, or or they just don't know what they're doing, and they'll transfer you off to somebody else, and then usually you get hung up on. Yeah, you're just like, where, where the fuck they go? I mean, I can't stand it. This has really fucked me. I've said it before, but no, and okay, well, I'll be okay till then. This really has put me yeah. in a fucking bind, and I just don't understand how a lot of these companies, what they, the people they hire, I'm not I'm saying we're experts, but I just feel like when it comes to money, bills, you know, you order yeah. spending money, ordering something, you need to be a little more qualified, and you need more qualified people to deal that's dealing with people's money people's lives and if you live week to week like me and you do that right there could be detrimental that right there luckily i talked i could have my water and sewer could have been cut off yeah it could have been and i mean it's not just in you know like customer service it's also everywhere so it happens a lot at my place uh my line of work too and i'm in manufacturing yeah I, i work i work in a factory yeah and we get so many people brought in. Now, when you show up, if I have to train you, I treat you with the same amount of respect as I do everyone else. Yes. I'm not going to judge you by what you based on, which, by the way you look, which is how a lot of people that I work yeah. with do. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of people. They'll be like, oh, you see them? Yeah. They're, like- they're, they're missing their teeth or... They, they got a weird haircut. They must be on drugs. And I'm just like, isn't half the people in this fucking place on drugs any damn way? Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, we'll get so many people... And I can I can tell you by the third day if this person's gonna make it or not, because by the third day, either they're they're gonna stick with these ridiculous fucking hours, they're gonna work their six days a week, they're not gonna bitch about it, or they're gonna sit there. Then people normally ask questions, or you get the ones that don't ask questions. They keep fucking up. You keep telling them what's wrong. You just get tired of repeating yourself. Normally by the third day, you figure out which one you got. Sometimes they might start out great, and then a week or two later. They go by, they might start sucking ass. I mean, I've had some people like that. Yeah. Well, and the big thing is with my place of work is they're, they, they've gotten too soft. Yeah. When I first started working there, my trainer, old man Dave, love him to death, and I'm glad he trained me the way he did, or my ass probably wouldn't be there to this day. He looked at me, he's like, you got two weeks to learn your job. By then, you're on your own, and if you ain't making it, we'll get rid of your ass. Hell yeah. That's the my first day. That's you need exactly more what people like that. More people to the point. This is how the fuck it's going to be done. Yeah. If you can't do it, get out of We're here. We're going to get rid of you. And now it seems like where I work at now, they get too many chances. Yeah. I, I've dealt with people. I've had a woman stress me out so bad. I don't care if y'all want to hear this or not, but she made me start my period a week and a half early. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's possible. Oh, yeah. we had it's, it's just crazy now. And a lot of people, they're just, they just don't care. They're there for their paycheck. They don't care if 
the people or the customers get what they want. They're just yeah. there for a paycheck. And once they get that first paycheck, I've seen a lot of people quit places. They got that one paycheck they needed, and that's all they needed. I've seen that, too. And, you know, yeah, when you're younger, you know, I've made dumb decisions like that, and it may have fucked me up with future jobs. But when it comes to something to where you've got somebody exchanging money for your services. Oh, yeah. And especially your customer service, like when that customer calls in, especially like I'm mad, I should have been able to cuss any fucking body out they put on the phone because they fucked my shit up and now I can't get paid and you should feel it. It's like they just didn't even feel remorseful about it. You've got to treat the customer with a lot of respect and you've got to understand that they may have a reason to be mad. Oh, don't, yeah. You don't need to be an asshole. And I mean, I've called in places. You get some, like, I've caught this motherfucker laughing at me. I mean, I've had issues. And I'm telling you, man, I just think there needs to be a more of a respect. And if you don't know how to do your fucking job, do not let these people answer phones or be the person that speaks for your company. That's all I'm fucking trying to yeah, say, exactly. man. exactly. But I don't know. Lady, what do you got in closing? I mean, just to close it. Get some people who know what the fuck they're doing. Exactly. It, it would be nice. Or, I mean, if they're in training, like, be like, hey, man, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Yeah, I mean, it starts with the training. Train them good. Don't be an asshole. If you're the guy, you don't want to do it, pass it on to some fucking body else that will. Don't don't let these people go down a fucked up road. Yeah, don't, don't send them in a loop. That's going to lead to just wasted time and a pissed off customer. All right, that's going to do it for the episode 28, No Nut November of the Ready, Set, Show podcast. Letty, yeah. we are at 28, dude. 28, and at least we remembered the right number this time. You're damn right. Yeah, guys, we had said a few episodes ago we thought it was uh, episode 26. It was actually 27. Yeah, so. that's our bad. Our, our bad. bad, but that's going to do it, guys, for this episode. As always, let us know what you think of the episode by commenting on the Facebook please like all our social media pages and if you enjoy the podcast please like share follow with your friends and family we would greatly appreciate it definitely we're trying to get these numbers up we're gonna hit our stride lady oh yeah once we hit our stride i mean we'll we'll remember all y'all who's here at the beginning believe us all right for the ready set show podcast again episode 28 no nut november salute to those who don't bust that nut if you make it you better let us know hell yeah (laughs) podcast greatness productions i'm dt and i'm letty and remember if you can't say anything nice we will gladly say it for you we out deuces don't bust that nut